I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody Whites, your life and professional coach, making sure that your life is no less than spectacular. I'm really happy to be talking with Tracy Gunn today. Hi, Tracy. Hello. How are you? Thanks Uh, for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Oh, thank you. Let me tell you a little bit about Tracy. Tracy Gunn is a serial entrepreneur who spent the last 16 years launching and running four businesses until she burned out, but couldn't sell. But she fixed the business and found buyers within three months. Now she helps business owners to prepare for exit so they know the precise steps to ensure that they can sell their business and get a big exit. You can get more information on Tracy's website at um, www.howtoexityourbusiness.com. All right. Well, you know, it's so interesting, Tracy, because normally I'm on here talking to people about how they can grow their business, mm-hmm. how they can get their side gig, you know, really successful, what they can do, what they shouldn't do, all kinds of interesting guests to do that. And I love the fact that you're doing something different, that that's your brand is hey, you love your business, but how can you get money for that? How can you get your big exit? How can you get everything you want when you hand that over to different people? That, that's exciting. It sure is. And, and it's not talked about a lot, which is, I find that, and again, I'll be honest, you know, until I had my own burnout moment, I didn't think about it either, right? It's always about growing, 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 or scaling, or Uh, or starting, but never about exiting. And so I just, again, I had a nice little life lesson and I thought, so now this is my passion project. I just love talking about it. That's great. That is marvelous. Now, um, I really want to, I really want to hear about the businesses. And I I just want to say, I honor the fact that, that you were burned out and didn't keep going because I work with a lot of clients who essentially are doing 12 hour days. I mean, they're working their old job, they're, they're transitioning to their new job or they're searching for funding and, and, you know, they're just doing everything. So before they can even get off the ground, they are so burned out. They can't think straight. They can't innovate. And um, let's go back. And I want to hear about the businesses that you owned and also how you knew that it was time to get out. Yeah. Okay. I'd love to. So um, I have a tendency. I said you introduced me as a serial entrepreneur. Um, I have a tendency to make lemonade, right? So when things in my life 
um, were not great, my reaction was, let me start a business. I can create this little world that I'm in charge of where I get to say, and the things that happen are a result of me and not exterior factors, right? So I've done that now four times because things happened. Um, so I owned a candy store first. It's called Life is Sweet. I still own this candy store because again, you'll appreciate this. I figured if I said life is sweet enough that I'd remember it was. And it turned out to be totally true. Um, it's happy retail. So yeah. this is and my- everybody's happy in that. That's like a happy place. Absolutely. No one's sad in that. What a great, what a great right. business idea. Yep. And so, and then years later, I had some other family difficulties and I started a restaurant. The candy store was fine. And I said, I could do a restaurant. I could do this. You know, I, that it, eternal optimism that entrepreneurs (laughs) always have. And so I started a restaurant. I had only been a waitress and worked in some restaurants, but I was like, I could do this. And so I did everything. I started it. I created a menu. I hired cooks. I, you know, got a license. I did all that. So that was my first restaurant. So I had a candy store. Then I had a restaurant in 2016. And then a few years later, I was having difficulty with the landlord. And so my intention was to start another restaurant so I could close that one. Um, One was at an airport. So pilots would fly in and out with their little planes and have breakfast and lunch. And it was fun. And um, so then I jumped into this 6,500 square foot restaurant Mm. slash bar that where the bar alone sat 40. It was a And we had our own catering room, plus it was attached to a hotel and it, um, so we did all like wedding catering and thing. So I now right into the frying pan from a sweet little candy store and a little, little restaurant with pilots. I mean, you just what a ginormous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you can, and you know, as an entrepreneur, you think, or a business owner, you think I can do it. I can do it. I'll figure it out. I'll delegate. I'll do the things I have to do because there's only so much time in the day and I'll figure it out. And well, what I figured out was eventually, you know, um, I was working from 7 a.m. until 2 a.m. every day, um, hundred hours plus a week Mm. at all three. And I figured out how to manage it. And then I opened a a second candy store because somebody came to me and it seemed like a good opportunity. So we love opportunity as entrepreneurs. <laughs> and do. so and we yeah. love so to grow, right? We do. And we <laughs> grow think okay, the business scale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's have another one and another one. That's more money coming in, more cash yeah. flow. And so um my daughter had a baby. She lives in North Carolina. And all of a sudden it just hit me. I was working like crazy. I was tired. I was cranky. I was never seeing my new husband. I nothing, I wasn't doing anything particularly well, but I was juggling it all. It was all happening, but I wasn't doing anything great. And then all of a sudden I have this new beautiful baby that I want to go and spend time with. And I I can't really. And so for me, I just hit the wall. It wasn't a gentle slam. Like it wasn't just a tiny tap. It was a slam. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. End of story. Boy, you really, you really had burned yourself out because (laughs) I, you know, normally there's, there's a few signs and symptoms, you know, I'm not sleeping at night or I'm feeling stressed all the time. I can't relax. 
And you, I, I, you just kept going and mm-hmm. going and adding more stuff on. I did. So what happened after you, after you hit the so, wall? So the, so I hit the wall and I thought I'll just sell, right? I have money coming in and I had about 42 staff, which is a job all by mm-hmm. itself, right? Mm-hmm. Not to mention all the intricacies of restaurants. And then this one bar would have live events. And so we'd have three or 400 people at a time. And then, you know, I had all these different things. And the, the saving grace was that the candy store was pretty well oiled. It was kind of just going. Um, and so I really, I just had to take stock. I hit the wall, like, and I, you know, I had that fleeting thought of, let me just run away and figure (laughs) it out. And, and then I thought, no, that's not fair to my staff. And, you know, I, they depend on me just like I depend on them. So I thought, well, let me talk to a broker, Mm. right? That's what most people gut. They just, that's what they do, right? You're going to sell your house. You call a broker. You are going to sell your business. You don't know what's involved. So you call a broker. So I actually, Um, In our state, the broker, um, most people who are selling are real estate brokers. There's not usually a lot of business brokers. Right, right. right. And you are in New Hampshire. I am, I am. Yeah. We're talking about maybe different rules, different, you know, Mm -hmm. legislation in different states around selling. Mm-hmm. And so I just called, reached out. He was a customer. Um, we had done some business together and, you know, you can imagine the anxiety of like showing him my babies, mm. right? Nothing worse than printing out your PL to show somebody else. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The if you know how line, to print it out. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah, this it's, is, this is not like I'll show you yours if you show me mine. Right. This is, this is, this is it. This is all me. Exactly. And because I was the sole owner manager, it was really all me, right? Mm. It was time to face the judge. Right. And so he walked around and he talked about this and that, and I didn't own any of the properties. And he came back about a week later and I was just a little hopeful, like, let me just get out. Right. I might even pay somebody, but right. Let me just have some hope. And he really, he just laid it out and he said, I'm sorry, there's nothing here to sell. Mm -hmm. And it just broke my heart. And uh, I was already burnt out. So I was already emotional. Um, But, you know, he, it it hurt. It really hurt. And I'll be honest, I cried a little bit and had a little bit of a tantrum. Mm -hmm. And, and then I had some choices, right? So I can keep going, which I don't want to do. I could um, just close it all up right? Just mm-hmm. quit, yeah. put everybody out of work, or I could try to fix it. And so that's what I chose to do. I thought, gosh, I could do anything for three months, four months, five months. Like this was, I think it was like June. So my goal was to get to the end of the year um, mm. and try to like fix profitability, implement systems and, and do the things maybe, and we can talk about that in more in depth if you want to, but yeah. really, I just was like, I'm going to fix it. I made this. I think it has value. He doesn't think it has value. He's missing something that I see and I just need to fix the pieces so he can see it or somebody can see it. Um, so that's what I did. Wow. That's amazing. And, um, so I'm assuming you still have the candy store and, um, and you eventually sold the big, the big gigantic 
organic restaurant and bar. I, found a buy- I actually, I found a buyer and nice. um, this is a cautionary tale too, because within three months I did find a buyer. He was mm-hmm. actually surprised. One of my customers who had watched the evolution of what I was changing and how I was changing and more relaxed and um, seeing the implementation of systems and all that he saw the value. And we had a great deal. Uh, he was not a business owner, but um the week of COVID shutdowns was supposed to be, he went to my landlord and made his final plea, like, please just sign. We're all done. Everything's Mm. ready. And they didn't sign. And Mm. the next week they shut us down, which I'm going to say was a blessing for him. Well, it was a blessing. It was a blessing for him because he would have been in so much trouble. I mean, my rent was $7,000 a month. Oh my goodness. He would have given his life savings for something that he couldn't run. Goodness. And we were closed there for about four months. And because he would have been a new business, he wouldn't have gotten any of the help. So it really worked out for him that that happened. And I would just say, what a blessing, God, providence, however you want to think about Mm -hmm. it. But it also for me, because it gave me mandatorily uh, four months off from that business Mm -hmm. to gather myself, right? The burnout and all of the things I learned so much. And then the whole climate in the world had changed. Mm -hmm. Right. And still has changed. I mean, that business still could not maybe this month, but you're talking a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. So they shut us down in New Hampshire the day before St. Patrick's day, okay. so March 16th. Yeah. And we were an Irish bar. So oh. there was that. So, <laughs> no. right. It doesn't, it's um, life is funny. So, but, but I still just recently, they finally lifted the mass mandates and the, the spatial mm-hmm. requirements and things. So that would have been, you know, two years of this man, yeah. Not being able to operate. So for myself, so for clever, so I found a buyer, which was amazing. So I got to do that whole process, which I learned a lot from, and we just stopped right at the finish line, mm-hmm. but it was meant to be. So, mm-hmm. um, eventually that one closed because of COVID. Yeah. I mean, we closed I'm and then we sorry. reopened for a few. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I got out though, didn't I? Which is what you I really did. wanted. I mean, instead of navigating like so many restaurants with with mm-hmm. lack of staff and lack of customers and oh we're moving everyone outdoors now and in you know New Hampshire it gets cold and sure <laughs> enough uh, you you can only do so much with those warming lamps um, yes exactly yeah so well what a what an interesting journey with that big restaurant um yeah. So you had the can- you had the couple candy stores, you had the couple mm-hmm. restaurants. Yep. You're you're dealing right now just with the candy store, is that yep. right? And that's that's yep. again easily run. People are happy and yep. and except just- during COVID. Um, so we wound up yeah. closing. Um, we we reopened both restaurants, closed the big restaurant after a few months just because it wasn't feasible. We just knew there was no end in sight. And then my other restaurant, we actually wound up with uh, a year later, we wound up with some um, contract negotiation issues where they wanted to mandate my hours and things, Mm. even though we were open during COVID. And I just thought this is not worth it again. Mm. Um, And so I closed that one. And then my candy store was in actually in Vermont and Vermont had a very 
Yeah, it, but, but it had a very different experience with um, COVID and help for their businesses. Mm-hmm. It was just mm-hmm. a very different climate. Mm-hmm. And that was a very tourist uh, dependent business. So we closed that one, but the silver lining and blessing was that we closed it east right before Easter and we had two candy stores full of candy and we went online and launched our e-commerce. Oh, hey, talk about making lemonade. Correct. This is Out what of I do. Lemons. <laughs> oh. So that's oh, what that's we're doing great. now. That's, yep. What's the name of the candy? Uh, where can they find the candy? I know this is a different. Oh, no, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Life is Sweet Candy Store is what it's called. So it's lifeissweetcandystore.com. Nice. And so the great news was with all the things I had learned mm-hmm. when we launched, you know, crisis is what entrepreneurs and business owners do is we pivot, we figure yes. it out, right? We, a, a challenge comes and we might cry and but then we put on our big girl pants and we figure <laughs> it out. And yeah. so that's kind of what we did. I went back to basics and we actually doubled that year and nice, which we would never have done if we hadn't really been pushed to go online. So now our eye on the prize here, this is one of my businesses that I'm helping with, but um, yeah, I mean, so it's not my full-time gig anymore. I I brought on a partner Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to do it all myself again, but yeah. So, I mean, silver lining. Yeah. And more learning, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, we have to be agile as business owners. And I love the fact that, you know, you, you just said, okay, we've got candy. How do we get rid of it? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's somebody out there in the world that is willing to buy this. And I, I can't tell you how many people I've helped um, with starting online businesses because they, they wanted to stay home. They wanted to, um, you know, be with kids. It's just their life was demanding in different ways and having an office that they would commute 45 minutes to. I'm in the Bay Area, sure. uh, San Francisco Bay Area. And uh, it was like, I, I am doing this on my own. I'm going to see what I can create to make it successful and also to be livable and enjoyable in my life. So I can, I can be, you know, happy essentially. So um, Tracy, you were mentioning you have some steps and one was to, you know, fix implement systems. Mm -hmm. Give me kind of a rundown of your, your system or your, um, you, I know on your website, um, again, which is how to exit your you've got some steps of a business program. Tell me a little bit about that. Yep. Um, so we have, we called it the easy method because the last thing that I think I wanted to hear as someone who had hit the wall and was looking to fix my business was anything that was intimidating. I was already kind of down. Um, and burnt out, right? So you want something that's going to be easy and able to be implemented. So for myself, what I created this, what I did, and that's what I call the easy method, was that I took a moment and just thought about what do I really want? So that's step number one is where am I? Where do I want to be? What do I need to get 
from this business? Well, how long do I want it to take? You know, your basics of an exit strategy, or I use the word plan because strategy is sometimes intimidating um, to people who are already stressed, right? It sounds fancy. Um, But really, I just had to take stock about what did I really want? Because it had changed, right? I had a new grandbaby, so on and so forth. So, um, So that is step number one, is really like, look at where you are, and where you want to be, and what you need to do to get there, right? And what you're willing to accept. Now, Mm -hmm. for example, my candy store, I brought on a partner for free. She earned in her partnership. Why? Because I didn't want to close or sell my candy store, but I didn't want to work it either, Mm -hmm. right? So I just thought about number one, where am I and how do I want to exit? Um, The second step is to really assess the situation. Okay. What, what's working, what's not working. I asked myself, what did the broker look and not see? Okay. He just looked through a very fine, narrow lens at my P and L. Right. But he didn't look and see my customer loyalty program, my email campaigns, my, um, my, my, what I would call my growth flywheel or how I consistently could bring in sales and I could like turn it on and turn it off, right? Um, The inventory management systems that I didn't have, but that I implemented and then figured out, oh gosh, I should be making a lot more money because some bartenders were stealing from me, Um, which happens. It does happen. But because I didn't have the system in place, Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Right. And I did that through, you know, delegating. So it's really just analyzing where are you? And then also looking and thinking, okay, where are my opportunities? What are things, what are quick wins that I could quickly do? So for example, that inventory system that I implemented, I had a, 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 a lady who worked for me in my kitchen and she had run a bar and she mm. knew how to do that. And I didn't. So I gave her five extra hours a week and she implemented the whole dang thing. And I didn't have to do anything. That was a quick win for me, right? Um, But so that part, and then the final part is really just systematizing everything. Probably a lot of what you encourage and teach people to do is to try to get yourself out of the business, right? Yeah. So if you disappeared or had a breakdown or whatever, it could continue, right? Because how yeah. can you hand it over if it will fall apart? Right. And I, I also, um, you know, the key is how do you get the positive or profitable, consistent outcomes? Mm-hmm. What system can you put in, the, in place, whether you're in the business or not, right. um, to get those outcomes, to have um, a consistent product, to have a consistent service? And if anything does change, what do you need to do to course correct to stay on that path? So I'm, I'm a big fan of systems, <laughs> you know, make it easy on yourself, do. put yourself on autopilot for the most part. I mean, I, and again, I'm, I'm big into innovation, you know, leave the thinking to what do you want in a year, three years, five years, what's the yeah. next product or service yeah. that you yeah. need to create? 
And you need that time and space to bring that in and, and avoid burnout. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, and it's about who, who can you hire? Or I happen to have some assets that I were, uh, that I was underutilizing, right? Mm-hmm. People place it, uh, people, um, processes and technology, all three work together to really make it possible for the engine to go, um, and, and a kink in any of those. So we delve into that in our system. Um, but again, I learned on the fly because I was motivated to do it. I wanted to be um, out. And so for me, that worked out. Um, but we're trying to make it easy for people because we're all busy. So we're trying to bring the message, but also some, some education about what it looks like, and then also assistance if they need help to do it. Yeah, exactly. I love that. People, process, and technology. I mean, it's almost like, you know, where do the people need to be, you know, what are the processes? And then again, what is the technology, remote or not remote, mm-hmm. that you can set up to really make that successful? Right. That's great. Yay. And um, so I'm uh, again, you tell me a little bit about the program that you have on your website. Mm -hmm. And this is again, how to how to exit your business.com. So we actually it's a we started from the perspective that we just wanted to kind of get the information. It's a passion project for both myself. And I, I actually met a partner who this is what she does professionally Mm -hmm. for big corporations in the UK for little businesses. And she's been doing it for about 25 years. So we just connected. We were in a mastermind together, Mm. both with like a passion for small business owners. And um, I had like a story to tell, and this is what she's been doing. Right. So like the two perfect things came together. And I love talking and she'd rather work on the business mm-hmm. and the numbers, right? That's mm-hmm. her strength. And so, um, yeah, so like, so we developed the how to exit your business.com and that's where you can go in and there's a free webinar to kind of give you the basics of what's involved in evaluation, right? That mm-hmm. seems scary, which I didn't know when I talked to the broker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what do you do with that information? Is that like a death sentence? Because, you know, honestly, most people, when they get their first valuation, it's not what they expected, right? Mm-hmm. Those eternal optimist eyeballs, right? And so then what do you do with that, right? So we have a seller's checklist, which really just kind of asks some basic questions about, well, do you have this in place? Do you have this in place? And just really just prompting an owner to consider their business and what might be missing. Mm -hmm. Because what we do with what's missing is create a roadmap of things that they will maybe should. There's two categories. There's what they should implement Mm -hmm. or fix before they sell. And it will greatly enhance their um, valuation or their multiple, depending. Or, and then in addition, we also give them a list of their opportunities. So there are other things they can do that could also improve things if they were so inclined. So we give them kind of a two task list. Um, And so, but so if they went to that website and they were interested in just checking out, learning just some basics, you just put your email in and we, we send you a link to be able to watch the 10 or 15 minute webinar. And then we also launched this other piece where we think it's super fun to be 
like spend some time together with business owners because we learn so much from each other and we see how we're all kind of in the same situation, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just you that hasn't done all the things. There's a lot of big corporations that have not done the things either, Mm -hmm. a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, so we do these virtual events once a month. Uh, We call it our masterclass where you come and we expand on the things we talk about in the mini webinar. And then at that point, after we've spent some time together and we've given some worksheets on how to figure out some things, we uh, make some offers. It's not always a a perfect fit, but if they're interested in moving forward, we have a conversation about what it would look like to work together. Um, Mm. and our goal is really, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, what really prompted me to act because I have plenty to do, um, is that, you know, in the next five to 10 years, 10 to 12 million baby boomers are going to retire. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have met a lot of people just in the, we've only been doing this about six months. Um, We've met a lot of people who are in business 30, 40, 50 years, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of counting on their exit. Yeah. Yeah. And and it would break my heart if they couldn't get it or that their businesses just went away. I don't think our economy would survive that either. Right. So Tracy, what, you know, all those sounds great. And again, I love the niche that you guys are in, but what is maybe, you know, one to two things uh, just, just very quickly that a business owner could think about, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, a quick win or an opportunity Mm -hmm. that they can put together. I would always say, do an exit plan. Um, there, there are some things online you can get. We actually have one when you send for a massive class, we can send it. We could always, you know, shoot me an email. I'll hook you up. But really think about what it is do you want, right? When people create their business plan, they might have a target in mind, but they don't have their exit in mind. And they really, it just really helps steer a lot of their decisions, right? Mm. And so I would say, number one, do an exit plan. And it's not stressful. It's fun. It's like dreaming big, Mm -hmm. right? And so I would say to do that. And then I would also start to think about all the things, just take inventory. What is it you're involved in that maybe you don't have to be involved in? What is it that you take on just because it's easier? You know, Mm -hmm. I had this, I'm in this mastermind and he said, he's now the CEO, but he's still buying the snacks because he's always bought the (laughs) snacks and he never thought, why the heck am I still buying the snacks? (laughs) Right. It's not that somebody else, but he just, it's just always been on his plate. So maybe take stock, track yourself for a week. What am I doing that maybe I shouldn't be doing? And then I easily, right? We said a quick win. That's an easy win. If it's something that is so low level, you don't need to be doing it, delegate it. Yeah. And that is, that's also a nice way to start backing away. Exactly. Delegate. It really, yeah. again, helps to really uh, ease that, ease that burnout so you can yeah. really move forward. Right. And I have one more bonus one is that yeah. ask yourself. Like if I left for the next six weeks, just six weeks, not even six months, we can even say two weeks, would the business fall apart? Hmm, great. Yeah. That's because if it, if it would, then you cannot sell. Yeah. Because 
because it's too dependent on you. But that doesn't mean you can't. It just means you have to make some changes. And that's, I mean, an easy thing to think about. Yeah, that's a great suggestion, you know, because then you know who, right, what do you need to do to get that, to get Mm -hmm. that going? That's a great point. Well, Tracy, I want to thank you. This has been really an interesting conversation, starting from the back, <laughs> you know, starting from how, how long I, do I want to put into this business? What's, mm-hmm. What is my exit plan? How do I make my business look yeah. attractive um, for a buyer? And just all great things. I just, again, want to thank you so much for your time. And it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, thank you so much. It's you made it very easy. So thank you for that. And I hope, you know, anybody want has questions, I love to answer and I love to talk to business owners. So anytime. So thank you again so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.